Hi, and welcome to the Shoot from the Heart podcast with me, Diane Bell. If you want to write a script, make a movie, or quite simply live an abundant and creatively fulfilled life, you are in the right place. Each week, I'll share with you tips, techniques, and real-world information that will inspire and empower you on your path. Thank you so much for joining me. I am rooting for you all the way. Let's do this. Hello, 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 beautiful screenwriters, filmmakers, and creative souls, and welcome. This is episode 30 of the podcast. I can't believe I've made it to 30 already. It's so exciting. So the topic for this week, it just popped into my head last night, as these things do. I never really plan these things in advance. I know some people really, uh, you know, plan their social media things for weeks in advance, you know, or months or do even pre-record them. I don't do that. I really just respond to what is coming up, what I feel guided to, what people are asking me about. And I just follow that. And last night, something just popped in my head, which was, I was just thinking about things I wish I'd known when I was writing my first screenplay. And I think because I work with so many people who are writing their first screenplay all the time. And I thought it'd be really helpful probably to do a session on five things that I wish I had known when I wrote my first screenplay. And just to be clear, for those of you who don't know, my first screenplay took me three years to write. Before I wrote it, there was probably about another three years in which I had the idea, I was carrying the idea around in my head. I knew I wanted to write it, but I didn't know how to. And I also was very, I was really overcome with a lot of fear and doubt. I really didn't know if I could write something good. I was so scared. I was so scared actually of writing something and it not being good. I mean, that was almost worse than not writing it at all. I don't know if anyone's ever felt that. It's ridiculous now when I think about it. But that is what I felt like. It was like, oh my gosh, imagine if I put all that effort in and I actually wrote something and it was terrible. Like that would be worse than never having written it at all, which was kind of silly. But after I got over those three years, of just, as I say, I think it was about three, it might have even been longer, where I had the idea for the screenplay, but I couldn't get it down on the page. I mean, I didn't, I didn't even start getting it down on the page. I just had it rattling in my head. After that, I finally started, and it took me three years from the point of starting it to finishing it, mostly because I was still struggling with a lot of that doubt, and I didn't know what I was doing. I mean, quite frankly, I didn't have a clue. I didn't have any mentor or guidance. My, I taught myself. I basically bought a bunch of books and read the books, like Sid Field's screenplay. I read everything I could get my hands on, really, about screenwriting. This was in the early 2000s. So just I probably started writing it in like 2002, and I finished it in 2005. Okay, So just to give you the the framework. So it was kind of a different world back then. There wasn't things like this. I couldn't just like go on Instagram and find a screenwriter who could tell me some tips. It was very much just fumbling around in the dark trying to figure it out. And looking back, I thought these are the five things that I wish somebody had told me that really would have helped me get through it in a more, uh, in a more efficient manner, but also probably in a more joyful manner because writing my first screenplay wasn't a lot of fun. It felt hard and it felt scary and it felt, you know, just, it wasn't easy. It just wasn't easy. I'm not going to pretend that it was like, oh, it was just great. I sat down and I was just a natural. I was just like born for it. It didn't feel like that at all. Every day I would really struggle with doubt and wonder why I was doing it, wonder if I was capable of it and wonder why I was wasting my time and all those things. So no more of that. Let's talk about the five things that I did learn and that I know now and that I wish somebody had told me and I'm telling you. So if you're about to write a screenplay or if you've started writing one or if you're writing one, hopefully these will help you. Number one, 
probably the most important thing. I don't, they're all important, but I think this is one of the most important things. Number one is just get it down. Don't worry if it's good or bad. That will come later. Right now, your job when you're writing a first draft and it's your first screenplay is get it on the page, beginning, middle, and end, <laughs> okay? And I can't say how important this is because I really didn't have anyone to tell me that. And what I would do was I would write a little bit of it and then I would go back and read that. And then I would think, oh, it's terrible. And I would start fixing it. And then I would just get all disheartened and I would give up for another six months. And I totally just missed the point that it's really true that writing is rewriting. It's really true with screenplays. You're going to write probably at least 10 drafts minimum before the thing goes in production. It's probably going to actually be more than that. To be honest, my movies that have been made typically have about 25 drafts before they go into production. Yes, you heard me right, 25. <laughs> I was, I've never actually counted them out, but I would say it's about that. It might even be more. So the first draft is just the beginning of a long journey if this movie's actually going to get made. Your job when you're writing the first draft is just simply to get it on the page. Nothing more, nothing less. Doesn't matter if it's the worst screenplay that's ever been written. Doesn't matter. Your job is just to get it down, beginning, middle, and end. Because once you have that, then you have something to work on. Then you have something. <laughs> Until you do that, you have nothing. It's just all dreams. It's just la, la, la. So number one, get it down. And don't worry about whether it's good or bad. Number two, create a rhythm of work for yourself. Don't burn yourself out writing everything you think you can do one day and then not look at it for months. And that's what I did typically. I don't know if this rings any bells, but I would get all sort of like fired up. Oh, I've, got, I, I've got it. I've got it. I know what this is now. And I would sit down and just like bash out like 10 pages or 15 pages. And then I'd be burnt out and I'd be like, I have no idea what happens next. Like, I have no idea. And I've kind of written myself into a corner. And then I would just put it away and not look at it for a couple of months. And so what I would really tell myself and tell anybody who is going to, who's starting out is what really, really helps for me is just to create a regular rhythm. And it's the three D's, a doable daily discipline. <laughs> that's a little like, that sounds scary for some people, I'm sure. Discipline is a word which freaks people out. But then once you create your duly daily discipline, <laughs> I can't even say that twice, doable daily discipline. Once you create that, just stick to it. And that's how you'll get through it. So you don't have to like win every day. You don't have to get everything down every single day. It's much better just to be like, okay, every day I'm going to write four pages and that's it. And that's my job. And I don't need to write more than that. Just get the four pages down and then I'm done. And then stick to it every day. Do it. And you just make it into your discipline. You make it a daily habit. You make it something that you show up for with no excuses. What I have found for myself is that the quality plummets after about 10 to 15 pages. I mean, really plummet. I think it plummets after about eight. It starts to go down after eight. And if I really am like pushing myself through... The, I mean, the, the work just isn't as good. And so it's something to be aware of for yourself. And I know we're all different. Some people, I think, maybe do get into better work when they get to 10 pages. Who knows? You know, so it's to observe yourself. And that's why I said, like, create your own daily discipline, create your own target, and then just stick to it. But it's really nice to have a rhythm. Something that I often think about in terms of this is the Tour de France. Because people always go, well, you're not running a sprint, you're running a marathon. And I go, you're not even running a marathon when you're writing a screenplay, you're doing the Tour de France. And that's like doing a marathon every day for 30 days. And what I'd recommend for that is if you look at Tour de France cyclists, 
they don't try and win every stage. That's not the point. The point is to win the whole thing, right? So if you tried to win every single day, you would burn out. You'd be toast, right? So what you want to do is just create that rhythm. And you watch the, the, the cyclists who win the Tour de France. They get into a zone and they know what they have to do each day. They know what they have to do each stage. They're not going hell for leather every single day, like pushing everything out. They're just like there showing up, doing what they have to day to day. And they know what they have to do. And what they really have to do is show up and stay in the saddle and not like give up. Right? That's the most important thing. But just stay in that rhythm. And I think it's so important to think about that. Just think about rhythm for yourself. And for all of us, it can be a different thing. For me, as I said, and I always advocate for this, four pages a day when I'm working five days a week. So that's 20 pages per week. At that rate, in five weeks, you have a draft, 100 pages. And you're not burning yourself out. You're not overexhausted. You're not you know, like, oh, stressed or something with it. It's just like a really nice, doable daily discipline. So figure out your own doable daily. (laughs) I'd love you to try and say it yourself. Try and say that. Doable daily discipline. Figure out your own one and then stick to it. Number three of things that I wish I'd known before I wrote my first screenplay is there will be days when you think you are the worst writer on planet Earth. (laughs) And this is part of the journey and part of the path. And I'm going to hazard the guess that every single writer in the world, even the ones that you admire so much that you're like, they are so good. I bet you they have had days where they're like, I am the worst writer on planet Earth. Everything I write is cliched shit. I'm rubbish at this. Well, who do I think I am? I guarantee it. And what I'm going to say is once you know that there's going to be those days, there are going to be times where you're just like, I am crap at this. I should give up. You're not. You're not the worst writer. I guarantee you (laughs) I've written worse things than you could ever write. I guarantee you many writers that you would respect and admire have written things worse than you could ever imagine. And it's okay. It's just fine. I think like once you know that, once you're like, oh, okay, it's just part of the path, you can release it. When I was writing my first screenplay, it would kill me. I would just have days where I'm like, I am just so terrible at this. Who am I? La la la. You know, just get caught up in the drama of being of being convinced that I was terrible. Once you know that it's just part of the journey. Everyone is going to have days where they think they're rubbish. Everyone's going to have days where they are rubbish. Oh, let's go even take this a step further. Not just that you think you're like the worst writer. You actually are the worst writer. And it's fine because you can think what you want and it's all right. It's okay. No one's going to die because you wrote a crap scene. Right? No one's going to die because your dialogue is totally shitty one day. It's just fine. So once you know that and sort of like accept it and just go, everybody has these days. Like I see what my brain is doing to me. I see that I'm just coming up with that story that I'm the worst writer ever and I shouldn't be bothering. And I, why am I wasting my time? Cause I'll never write anything good. And then once you just get like, make friends with that, you say, oh yeah, I see what's happening. That's fine. And like, it's fine. It's okay to be the worst writer ever. And there's only, I'm just going to add to this. There's only one way to get better. There's only one way to get better and that's to keep at it. And so once you sort of like just make friends with the fact that like you're going to write crappy scenes and it's fine because everybody does it. Everybody writes crappy scenes. It's okay, you know, and then you just go, I know that if I keep working at it, I will get better and I will write better scenes and I will like, and I am good. Of course I'm like, of course I'm great. 
I'm just as like, just as like I'm the worst writer in the world. It can also be the best at certain moments, but I'm going to get better and better by sticking at it. So I think the important thing is though, because to be honest, those days of thinking I was the worst writer ever when I was writing my first screenplay would derail me for weeks, if not months. <laughs> I don't know if anyone here can relate to that. So I would have that, I would go into that train of thought because I'd be writing a scene. I'd be like, this is absolute drivel. I mean, this is just terrible. It's cliched. I don't feel like these characters, they don't feel alive to me at all. I'm just writing rubbish. I'm awful at this. I'm just awful. Why am I even doing this? Why should I bother? And I just wish someone had said that that's just normal. It's just normal to think that. And don't worry about it. Don't let it stop you. <laughs> it hasn't stopped many other people. So why should it stop you? Keep writing. Keep writing. Number four of things I wish I had known is that a lot of writing happens away from the computer screen. And I think I didn't really recognize that. I didn't really understand that. I thought if I wasn't sitting in front of my laptop trying to write, that there was something uh, amiss, that I wasn't doing it. And that's when the work was. And really, actually, tons of screenwriting really takes place when you're not at your computer screen. And when you sort of really embrace that and start to play with it, I think things can flow a lot better. The actual writing is really just maybe 5% of it. Most of it is the thinking and the planning and the imagining and the trying and the excavating and the exploring and the dreaming. That's most of the job. It's not fingers on keyboards. You can write in the shower. You can write when you're driving. Great time to write. <laughs> not if you were actually using a computer, but you see what I'm saying. You can write you know, when you're looking after your kids, when you're pushing your kid on the swing at the play park, when you're, you know, you can write, be writing all the time when you're in your yoga session, when you're in your meditation, like all the time you're writing. And I think like when you embrace that and just appreciate it, you start to see really what you're doing and you start to like be more forgiving to yourself and more understanding to yourself. If things are not going well, if you're sitting at the computer screen and it's not flowing, one of the best things you can do is get up and go for a walk, if it's possible. I love to, I always advocate for creating a playlist for your movie that you're trying to write, that's really the mood that just taps you into the feeling of your film. And I think there's nothing better if things are not flowing than just to go for a walk with your headphones in, listen to that music that just gets you in it and just talk to yourself, just let it out. And you'll just start to get into that flow. It's all about the flow and just letting it come through. So sometimes that just doesn't happen when we're chained to a computer screen. Sometimes it will happen a lot easier when you're just out and about and enjoying yourself and just letting it come, letting it come. It's kind of like that peripheral vision, isn't it? Sometimes when you're trying so hard to see it in the middle, you know, it, it's like it's over here and we're trying to like see it, but we can't, we can't catch it. But if we just sort of release, it will just come into focus. It will come into focus. And I think that that has been my experience with creativity, but that's my experience with writing. It's like you're trying to catch a cow and sometimes the best way to catch it is just by sitting still and letting it come to you. And I feel that, that is sometimes the way with the flow of ideas that when we're sitting trying to force it at the computer screen, it doesn't flow well and, it, and we get ourselves into that bunched up state because we're forcing it. And the best thing you can do is just like, let it go, let it go, release it, go for a walk and then let it come to you. Number five of things I wish I'd known before I wrote my first screenplay. And this is, I said the first one was the most important. The first one, get it down, is probably the most important. But this is also super duper important. This is equal for us as a tie. Is enjoy it. Enjoy the process. 
I really wish I told someone had told me that. I really wish that I had embraced that more. A lot of it felt stressful to me writing my first screenplay because I did feel like I had something to prove. I did feel like I was very still trapped in a sort of judgmental state of mind about a lot of things in life where I felt like unless you do it well, you know, what's the point of doing it? And if you don't do it well, you're going to be embarrassed. And that creates an inordinate amount of pressure on you. And it takes away a lot of the joy from the process as well because it becomes focused on the results rather than on the actual process, rather than just allowing yourself to be in the, you know, the magnificent joyfulness of creation, which is what you're doing when you're writing a screenplay. You're just, you're creating art. You're letting it flow through you. You're not going to war. Right? And I think like every day really that you have the chance to, to work on something, to let ideas come through you, you're blessed. I mean, you're just blessed. So developing a really keen appreciation for that and just being super grateful for the journey you're on, super grateful for where you are with it, even if it's not where you want to be, just, you know, you have an idea, you wish the, you wish you'd finished your screenplay already and someone had already paid you a million dollars for it and you'd already won all the competition. But what's really lovely is if you can just release all that and just be like, here I am on page seven and no idea how I'm going to do all this but I'm doing it. And isn't it wonderful? And isn't this great that I get this chance to do this, that I get to experience this, that I get to be the one who gives birth to this particular movie too, because this movie is so amazing. So I just think the idea that taking a moment to enjoy, really allowing yourself that the luxury of enjoying it, because it is a luxury to write something. It's a luxury to be a creative person. I believe that. It's a privilege. There are many people in the world who don't get the opportunity, even though they would love to do it. I mean, for many people, it's so far beyond, actually, even the possibilities of what they could do. So I feel when you, if you do have the good fortune to have the calling to create, and then you have the double good fortune to actually have the time and the means to create, wow. What a blessing. And if you tune into that and just approach each day of work at your screenplay with joy, with gratitude, with aren't I lucky that I get to do this, that I get to be the one who tells this story. This story is like mine to tell. And this is amazing. You know, I think then you will not only will you do better work, I do believe that because the the energy and the vibration in it is going to be so high but also your life will be more joyful. <laughs> you won't be caught in this like, oh, this is so hard. This is so, you know, why am I doing this? And who am I to do this? And, and caught in the drama of it, as I often was, as I said. And I share these because this is, these are the things that I wish somebody had really told me, like heart to heart. Relax, enjoy it. Don't worry about the outcomes. If you write something good, if you stay true to your path, everything will work out. You will sell your screenplay. Everything will be amazing. It will get out there. There's no world in which it won't. If you are coming from a pure place and you're writing something that's from your heart and you take actions from your heart, everything wonderful will come to you. You don't need to stress about it. You just have to have faith. You have to show up, show up with gratitude, show up with joy, tell the story you were born to tell, tell it with faith, tell it with everything you've got, put everything into it, all in, and tell it joyfully, and then trust with absolute faith that it will work out because it will. And for me, it really did. And I don't see why it shouldn't for anybody else if you approach it with that, with that energy. I'm just going to catch up with a few of the comments here. Was it competitive drive that made you stress or did it feel like a chore? 
it was my fear. It was my fear that I wasn't writing something good and that I wasn't good enough. That was what caused me stress. I mean, that's what caused me anxiety writing it and caused me to often put it away because I felt like I wasn't good enough. And honestly, I will tell you, you are good enough. You are good enough. And I firmly believe this. If you feel the calling to write a screenplay, it's because you have it in you to do it and to do something wonderful. And it's not your job to worry about how other people will respond to it. It's not your job to worry about what people will think about it. It's just your job to listen to the calling and to show up wholeheartedly and do it and do it and write it and not put yourself into this place of worrying as I did that somehow I would be judged for it, that somehow I wouldn't be worthy, that somehow I would be exposing myself as not good enough. That was my fear. And that's what made it difficult or made it stressful for me and why I would uh, avoid it. Yes, we do put too much pressure on ourselves. And I've, I've known people that have sort of said, like, you know, I have to, like, I'm going to write this screenplay and I'm going to sell it. And, I, you know, if I don't sell this, it's, it's all, it's game over for me. I, there's nothing else I can do. And I'm like, why would you put this amount of pressure onto this? It's not a good idea. It's really not a good idea. And that's why I always say to people, it's very important to find a way to make a living, even if it's not a lot of money, but enough that all your, everything's covered so that there's not this crazy pressure on your creative work from early stages. It might take a while to build up to the work that really can make you the money. So you need to be able to pay your rent or pay your way in the world until that day comes. And so it's super important that you find a way, find some kind of income that supports you well enough, but also gives you the time and energy to write. And then you can take the pressure off your writing and you're going to do your best work. If you have no pressure on it and you're really writing from your heart and writing what you love because you love it, and you don't have a time pressure because you're not working somebody else's deadline. I mean, this is the beautiful golden opportunity to write something truly great. So there is no pressure. There's no pressure. It's just a joy. It's really just to get in there and just to enjoy the process, to love it, to know that sometimes it will be challenging and sometimes it will be tough. And that's okay because that's part of the journey. You're climbing a mountain and some days are tough on the mountain, but that's part of the mountain and it's a great thing. It would be boring if it was all easy. Think about it. To get into your own rhythm with it and just like find your rhythm, find what works for you and stick to it and really, really make it work for you. And then just do it. Just get it down on the page. Oh, thank you. Somebody said I had the same fear every day, but today's talk has helped significantly. I hope so. I mean, really, I just go, honestly, if this is your calling, there is nothing to stop you. And if it's your calling, I tell you, when you trust it and you trust the guidance in your heart and you just keep taking steps and keep faith that somehow you are on the right path, that nothing can go wrong because you're acting out of love. You're acting out of this, like, pure voice in your heart. When you follow that, when you trust that, nothing can go wrong. <laughs> you know? You're not trying to prove anything. You don't have anything to prove. You're already perfect. You're already so worthy. You're already, you know, you're already enough. There's nothing to prove. It's really just enjoying the process and letting yourself be the channel for the story that is trying to come through you. I think that's so important. Letting that just open up and flow. Um, Yes, it is definitely about self-belief. It is, and it's about understanding these things too, I think. 
It's just understanding in part that everybody goes through a lot of these things. The self-doubt, the fear, the writing shitty scenes. I know sometimes people write to me and they say, but what if your work really isn't any good? And I'm like, yeah, well, it's okay. I mean, because people, when you're starting out, you're going to write some scenes. Even when, you're, even when you've done it for years, I still, I, I've written scenes and I'm like, oh my God, I'm writing it. And I'm thinking, this is just awful. This is not what it's meant to be at all. Like the, the scene in my head is so amazing. And what I'm getting on the page is just like, a, I mean, it's just, a, it's rubbish compared to what I've got in my head. But it's okay. I've, I've come to realize that's just part of it. It's normal. And the lovely thing about screenwriting, of course, is that you get to go back on it afterwards and make it into what it's meant to be. And you'll work on it and work on it and work on it and work on it. That's why 25 drafts are normal for me before I actually make the film. Until it's something that you feel proud of, that every single moment you feel proud of it. But it's not instant. It's not in the first draft. And when you take that pressure of yourself, it's like, oh, yeah, this is normal. It's normal for me to write rubbish scenes. It's normal for everyone to write rubbish scenes in the first draft. It doesn't matter. It's cool. And it's normal for everyone to think, oh, my God, I'm the worst writer in the world. Trust me, you're not. <laughs> Someone else gets that crown. And on that happy note, we will end the session for this week. As you could probably tell, that was recorded live. And it went on for quite a long longer after that. That whole session was almost an hour. If you don't follow me on Instagram, you really should. I am at Diane Bell. And I quite regularly go on and just share these kind of thoughts, share these moments with people. And there's people there and we have conversations and it's great. And as I say, that session went on for over an hour but I don't think you need to hear it all in the podcast. I hope you're having an amazing week. I hope that this session has been helpful. I hope the five things I wish I had known help you. The number one thing, probably the thing above everything I wish I'd known is you can do it. And that is my message to you today. Whatever it is that you dream of, you can do it. Thank you so much for listening this week. I love you. I'm so grateful that you're here. If you enjoy this podcast, please consider leaving it a review. That would be a great way to just pay it forward and help other people find it. I love you so much. Have an awesome week. and I'll see you next week. The I didn't realize you liked me that way deal. Because it's one thing to receive McDonald's, but an entirely other thing to know that they woke up early to face the world and bring you McDonald's breakfast still hot in the bag. Appreciate you. There's a deal for every morning. Now grab two loaded sausage burritos for only three bucks. Prices and participation may vary. Single item at regular price. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Ba-da-ba-ba.